0: podcasting from Nashville, Tennessee. This is Keep Asking, the podcast that helps you dig deeper and wider into the research providing insights into today's church and culture. I'm here today with my colleagues Scott McConnell and Casey Oliver to talk about theology, American views in theology. Hello guys, how are you? Great,
1: thanks. Glad to be here.
0: So we've got, um, we've done the study. Uh, again, uh, Scott I believe you said this is our third time we've partnered with Ligonier to do a study of American views on theology. Yes, it
1: is. And if you haven't visited thestateoftheology.com, thestateoftheology.com, you've got to check it out. Because all the questions we're talking about here are on that site, but it's also interactive. Uh, So you can zoom in on just uh, parts of, of the American population. You can actually answer all the questions yourself and then see if you got them right. And so very, very cool interactive website that Ligonier Ministries has created at thestateoftheology.com.
0: That brings us—so we're doing some new questions. We've, we've asked some repetitive—or repetitive, or repetitive <laughs> that doesn't sound very positive. But we've repeated questions over three times, but we've got some new ones in this year. And so we've, uh, we're covering those, and— I guess I, on this one, I'm not sure what the point of discussion is and why everyone doesn't land on the same answer here. Uh, the question: churches must provide entertaining worship services if they want to be effective. To me, the answer is obvious. Don't you guys? What do you think, think the answer is?
2: <laughs> I think she wanted me to jump in for that. I think, yeah, definitely light shows that's that's definitely yes you know if you if you're not doing that then what do you you know what are we here for but but I mean like honestly when I read that at first I I would say there's there's an amount of agreement that I if I if I frame it the right way that I could come up with you know where you know if it's if it's the word of God and you're you know you're doing something you know where you're engaging with you know the creator of the universe like that should be certainly you know exciting, you know, so I don't know if, you know, I don't know if I would call that necessarily entertaining or not, but it's, you know, it's something that, you know, it it keeps your attention for sure.
1: So there's, there's that aspect of it. But there is a key word in that statement that, and that is effective. So if, if we make something more entertaining, most people would say, okay, that's, that's, would be better than less interesting, more boring, those kinds of, Mm -hmm. of things. But to say that a worship service is more effective uh, you know, it kind of begs you to go back to well, what is the purpose of a worship service and 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 try to think through a little bit of that to say, would more entertaining actually lead to that more effective piece? And as you're taking a survey, that might be a lot to think through in just a moment. Yeah, um, but we did have thirty seven percent of Americans agreeing with this statement, by the way. and And so you know we've got quite a few folks there. and and honestly, eighty eight percent had an opinion. Um, and so we have a few more disagreeing than agreeing, um, and it, it's also interesting that young adults are more likely to agree. Almost half of them, 46 percent, agree that uh, a, a ch- for a church to be effective, they've got to have more entertaining worship services.
2: Mm-hmm. And again, I, I think—oh, go ahead.
0: You know, I and I think this— Oh, this is ripe for um, a qualitative study on what is entertaining because I think, you know, just even in the, you know, a generational disconnect, you know, older adults may not, they may say, hey, it, it doesn't have to be entertaining, even though they may not realize that the kind of worship services they enjoy most and are drawn to are actually designed to entertain them. And, you know, young adults When they're engaged, they may not even realize an entertainment element is a part of it, you know, because entertainment can be, you know, involve so many other elements of culture and everything going on kind of around you. And, and, you know, to
1: me, the the fact that the majority are are disagreeing with this statement, I, I, I do think Americans are kind of catching uh, I, I think the essence of, of the reason we asked this question, uh, which is, you know, worship services is, is, is there to worship God. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's, that's the ultimate purpose. And even for those who don't attend, uh, you know, more entertainment is not going to be what gets them there. And, and I think they're acknowledging that, that it's, it, it, it's a, uh, you know, when I'm good and ready to acknowledge that God is the God of the universe— then I'll be there. Yeah, and, and I'd sure appreciate it if it was more entertaining when I show up, but that won't be why I'm there.
2: Yeah, and I think that that's, that's something, you know, just even, I'm sure churches are, are, you know, being, you know, have have to be mindful of is, okay, you know, I, I want this to engage people. I want them to, to hear it afresh, those sorts of things. But at the same time, I mean, the, the purpose of what we're doing here and the one thing that we have to offer as a church that's different from any social club or movie theater or any sort of experience that you know rock concert all those things that are really entertaining is is you know we're we're coming to worship God and that's that's a different thing than than any of those settings and we might not be able to compete with any of those settings in terms of how entertaining you know from a secular perspective you know this is but um you know that's that's the thing that makes it
1: compelling but but I do think there's a lot of space for uh you know the musicians, uh, the pastor, as they prepare their sermon, to be doing everything they can. Make, you know, probably the better, the better emphasis word would be intentional, uh, mm-hmm. rather than entertaining. There are lots of things they can be doing to intentionally help people worship God. Whether that's worshiping Him for the first time by by accepting Jesus Christ as as their their Savior, or whether it's um, really catching. The, the magnitude of of God's who God is and 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 the beauty of who God is uh, through some of the elements in the worship service that intentionality can really lead them them to that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What's funny um, about this is I'm thinking of when we did the multi-site research, Scott, several years ago. Gosh, ten years ago, can you believe it? Um, or more um, uh, and. One of the churches that we looked at that was having a tremendous amount of growth and um, and success, if we just use that term, uh, with multiple campuses. Um, one of the things they did, like they would even in some of you know in their smaller campuses it was very common to have overhead projectors still and you know 10 years ago overhead projectors were not common in new church starts i mean that was you know that overhead projectors but were you could probably get them really cheap in the new church start area and before but probably yes but so um i think there's uh, that element of What are you prioritizing? You know, are you prioritizing, like you were talking about, the intentionality, the sermon, um, you know, high levels of communication, but then, you know, also giving your folks, you know, those who serve, you know, some breathing room that not everything has to be, you know, excellent or over the top in technology, for things to be effective. I think there's a lot to explore here.
1: And, and, and one of the other questions we asked about church on the survey, uh, we, we found that almost six out of ten Americans agree that worshiping alone or with one's family is a valid replacement for, for regularly attending church. And so we see a lot of Americans really not seeing the value of church itself. And, and, and it, it, as we kind of read this question about, you know, that hints that church has to be entertaining, um, you, you know, I, the context that that even in an environment where church is not seen as necessary uh, part of, of of how we follow Jesus Christ, um, still folks get that the fact that it doesn't have to be entertaining. Um, and, and so that, that's an interesting uh, kind of matchup there that um, you know Jesus Christ does want us to be following him in community with other believers. And and he clearly teaches that. that, that, His final prayer in John 17 really emphasizes that. Um, But uh, a a lot of Americans really are kind of disconnecting from that, um, and yet it's not through entertainment that that they say we're going to get them to, to be back in church.
0: Good stuff. Now, I, uh, another question that we ask um, that I'm opposed to any time a question we have says <laughs> Christians should be silent. I'm just opposed to silence on principle. <laughs> but um, we ask Christians should be silent on issues of politics. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's interesting. 13% strongly agree. Yep. Because that's a pretty strong statement, and that's a strong agreement.
2: Yeah, and and yeah, that's a, as part of a quarter of people overall that um, are, are affirming that that Christians should be silent on issues of politics. Um, I definitely think that some of that is, you know, I, I kind of wonder how much of that is in response to, you know, anecdotally, you know, there's the, you know, the, the person that is not silent on issues of politics or is very vocal on issues of politics that I know that's a Christian and then, you know, that they they irritate me or their their views are different from mine and they sound like they're coming up from a perspective of saying, if your views are different from mine, then your views are evil and mine are good. You know, so I, I don't I kind of wonder how much of that is people who, you know, I, I don't, you know, I guess a prescriptive that's based on I've got I've got one person in my head or, you know, I've got a a template in my head of maybe a stereotype in my head of what
1: that what that looks like for for Christians
2: being vocal on issues
1: of politics. Yeah, there, there definitely could be some outliers in people's minds there of people who bring their their faith into the political discussions in a obnoxious way. Um, you know, with, with a quarter of Americans agreeing that, that Christians should be silent on issues of politics, it's interesting that that's um, about half the number that in 2016, we actually asked this differently. We asked whether churches should be silent on issues of politics. Very different question. Um, and, and twice as many, 54%, agreed that churches should be silent. Um, but on an individual level, Americans are much more open. Uh, you know, three-fourths of Americans are open mm-hmm. to Christians bringing their faith uh, into their political views and in, into their political discussions.
2: And, and I guess the other side, as I'm just kind of walking, thinking through different aspects of it is, you could imagine people saying, "Yeah, I want other people to be silent because, you know, I don't want to hear their Christian." And I could also imagine Christians thinking, "I don't I don't want this to be a divider or something where, you know, okay, now we're we're bringing we're, we're having these debates on, you know, on issues that are unrelated to what unites us as Christians together." And so so I kind of looked and, and we have among those with evangelical beliefs, they're more likely to disagree. So 74% disagree. As opposed to sixty-two percent of all Americans disagreeing uh, that they should be silent, Christians should be silent on issues of politics. So, so there are less people who are affirming that side of things, but, um, but that's still some people who aren't disagreeing with it even in that evangelical belief space. And I wonder how much of that is, I just want us to focus on the gospel or whatever you know that mindset. This is me speculating wildly on reasons why people answer the way they do. It's probably not a great thing for for anyone. But.
0: Well, no, I mean, I think research mm-hmm. builds upon research. I think you know, once we know this, it, um, you know, I just see, I always see quantitative questions as opportunities for qualitative research to. Blossom. I feel like I'm
2: almost the exact so, reverse of that, but that's cool. That's, I. I <laughs> Somebody said something interesting. Let's quantify it.
0: You've got to look out for your own. (laughs) And it's how the the world goes around. The research Mm -hmm. world goes around. Well, even though some people think Christians should be silent on issues of politics, we here at Keep Asking do not want you to be silent on your thoughts on the podcast. So we want you to tweet to us, ask us questions, let us know, um... You know, your thoughts. And if you have any questions, tweet to us at Esmacon, at Statsky Casey, and at Lizette Tweets or at Lifeway Research. And join us next time for another edition of Keep Asking. Keep asking, learn more, do better.